Hey guys, I'm Christina, and today I want to talk about something that is one of my favorite topics, um, and it's because far too often I don't see any kind of analytics plans in marketing strategies, and this can be a huge mistake, as you can imagine. Um, so today I'm going to go over what you should be measuring and how you should measure it, so stay tuned. You are listening to Your Wellness Marketer Podcast, where you can find simple, straightforward digital marketing advice for your wellness business. Okay, so let's get started. There are many different things that you will want to measure. Ideally, you will be measuring everything that you're doing as far as marketing, but I do just want to condense it a little bit and just talk about my top four. So if you are measuring nothing else, at least measure these top four. So all of it's going to really depend on your strategy, of course. Um, So I'm going to try to be a little flexible, but really thorough here. So of the four, the first one um, is social media insights. Now this will pertain to any, whatever your social media strategy is, whatever platforms you are primarily using. Um, Most of the time for most people, this is Facebook and Instagram. Those are the top two right now. Um, LinkedIn is a really good one too, if it's uh, fits in your marketing strategy well. So obviously it will be LinkedIn for you if that is one of your primary um, social media platforms that you use. Um, So for Facebook and Instagram, first, a lot of people go off of their followers. That is the first thing that they look at that tends to be the most important thing to them. Um, It's really, really common and um, that I get a client that has bought followers in the past. Um, I... This is not something that you want to do. I don't recommend that at all. Um, I think it's phasing out. I think most people are realizing that's not what you want to do. Um, the biggest reason that followers are not very important is it's not how it used to be. Facebook and Instagram have changed a lot, and um, the algorithm is completely different. So even if you have just a quadrillion followers, that doesn't mean they're actually going to see your content because of the algorithm change. So organic content does not have the reach that it used to. So it used to be that when you had followers, they saw your content, especially if you posted at a really good time. Now, posting at certain times, it does, it still is a factor and it still does affect um how successful the post will be, but not as much as before because the algorithm isn't so dependent on what time something was posted. Um, So you don't want to get hung up on followers. I would say, I mean, keep an eye on it. You want followers, but it's not your number one thing. You really want to be measuring engagement. Um, And by engagement, you want to look at Um, especially for Instagram, how many people have saved your post? That's big. Um, And just different engagement, it tells you how many people obviously liked it. Um, Shares are a big deal, really big deal, because you're also getting even more exposure. So those are the things that you want to look at, um, not your followers. Um, I recommend doing this at least weekly. Daily is a bit much. Um, Weekly is a good uh, time frame for that kind of insight. The second part is organic traffic results. So overall, website traffic is really important, of course, 
But if you are paying for Facebook ads, it's not really that great because obviously you you have a ton of paid traffic that you just paid money for. So organic traffic is a really big deal because obviously it's somewhat, it's essentially free. Um, and it's a really easy way that you can get new clients or customers. You want to be found on Google. I mean, it's, it is so ideal. It's definitely a goal worth reaching for and putting the work in to achieve it. Um, it can be costly, but it's mostly labor intensive to um, get your SEO. If you are paying someone else to do it, then obviously it can be a little costly, but it's definitely worth it. Once it's in place, all it takes is just keeping up with the algorithm changes and just making sure your site is evolving the way that the industry wants it to. Well, the way that Google wants it to. Um, So to track your organic traffic, you want to just use Google Analytics. Um, If you want to go more in depth, you can use Moz, Um, I do really like Moz because I like to track the certain keywords that I want to follow, the things that I want to rank for. I like to see, you know, the progression of, you know, just optimizing my website and, um, it can measure your backlinks and it measures all of your metadata issues and all of these things. Um, if it's, if that's going over your head, don't worry about it. But, um, that is just, if you want to be more in depth, there's also SEM rush, which is a sort of a Moz equivalent. Um, I use Moz, but they're both, uh, great. Um, and so there's many, many more, um, things to measure within those. But the basics um, would be to just see how you're progressing, your organic traffic is progressing with Google Analytics. Um, And so you want to do this weekly is really a bit much. Um, You really want to look at this monthly. Uh, You can look at it weekly if you are using Moz, which is something that I do because I just want to catch different um, issues with my site that might not be um, optimized enough, you know, kind of as they happen so that it doesn't pile up. So a a month would be kind of a long time to wait. If I'm pushing out a lot of content, creating a lot of new pages or posts, then I want to catch those as soon as they happen. So, um, but monthly is great to look at your organic traffic and just see if it's growing. If it's not growing, um, it's definitely something if you're willing to put in the work or willing to pay the money, it's definitely something worth investing in. The third measure that's really important is Facebook ad insights, not to be confused with Facebook like page insights. This is not your social media, your organic social media part. This would be your Facebook ads. Um, So most people are doing Facebook ads um, for various things, to get sales, to build branding, to build email lists. There's lots of different uses for it. Um, So obviously it's something that you really want to measure because it's paid. You're spending a lot of money on it. So What I like to initially look at for Facebook ads is always, well, first, always double checking to check if your pixels are working if you have a conversion ad, because you definitely don't want to look at your data. That's one thing that I see where people have thought that ads were not working. Um, Also, Facebook thinks your ad's not working, too, if the insight isn't um, tracking properly. So what I mean by that is that whenever you have a Facebook pixel, 
installed, which is just a small piece of code that's on your website. It's just copy and pasted on there. And what it does is it tracks people that go to your website from a Facebook ad. So when you have what's called a conversion type um, objective for your Facebook ad, basically you want Facebook to measure whether someone filled out a form, added something to a card or purchased something or whatever you get to choose. Um, But you want Facebook to obviously properly track that. So you can have, if the pixel's not working or there's something wrong with the conversion that is set up, um, it will look like the ad's not working, like it will look like no one converted and that's not always the case. So before you even start looking at the data and having a plan to look at all of this data for your Facebook ads, make sure those things are working. Um, So if you are getting sales or you are, getting um, your email um, your email provider, you're getting more people on your contact list, yet your Facebook ads say there aren't any conversions. Obviously, there's something wrong. And if Facebook also thinks that people aren't converting, Facebook is going to think the ad's not that great and it won't get as great of reach. So it's important for many reasons to make sure all of that's working. Um, so now that you... Once you've made sure that that's working and you know that the data you're looking at is correct, um, the first thing I like to look at is the frequency. And I like to keep the frequency definitely under a three, just maybe around a two, which this means that on average, a person has seen the ad twice. Um, If the person has seen the ad two or three times, it's probably not going to be as effective. So you want to change up the ad or change something about it. or you could possibly even change your audience if you want to. Um, so it really just depends on what the action would be after that. But you want that's one of the things I look at. Um, the next thing I look at is the click-through rate whenever I'm comparing my different ads. Click-through rate's important, obviously. You want to see how clickable it is. So you can change out the image or change out a headline or something. The image is usually the most powerful part. Um, and so you can just kind of tweak it and try and get that click-through rate even higher. Um, your cost per result is also really important, of course. And um, the reach, because you want to make sure that Facebook is actually putting it out there. And if there's some reason why Facebook thinks that it's not a good ad to publish or something like that, there's a lot of things that can affect your reach, meaning that there's a lot of reasons why Facebook isn't wanting to put your ad out there. So you want to just keep an eye on that because you don't want to assume that you put $5 a day on something that Facebook is actually spending that full $5 and you're getting that $5 worth. Because if you put a budget for $5 a day, Ideally, you want Facebook to spend that $5 and show it to as many people as possible within that budget. Um, So you just want to watch the reach. Uh, For Facebook ads, um, weekly or monthly, I think is way too, way not often enough. Um, You get pretty instant feedback for Facebook ads. It does take some time to build up some momentum. And Facebook has what they call a learning phase up until... It gets a certain amount of impressions so that Facebook can have an idea of how they think the ad is performing. Um, so that's that is really dependent on your budget as far as how long that learning phase is because it's based off of impressions. So if you have a really low budget, it might take a few days to reach enough people for um, to get some really good feedback. If you have a higher budget, you get 
quicker feedback, of course, because you're showing it to more people at one time. So ideally, though, every day or every other day is pretty good. Um, If it's a really high budget, I work on some ads that have a really high budget. I'm sometimes watching it just throughout the day, and I might um, add in new ads and test things pretty quickly because it's getting in front of a lot of people really fast, and so you can get some really good feedback right away. So the fourth thing would be your email marketing reports. Um, so this is if you use MailChimp, ActiveCampaign, there's, um, there's like Drip and Constant Contact. There's lots of them. Um, so whichever one you use, um, looking at those reports. Um, these are really, really important. Um, it should maybe even be the first one, not the fourth one. But your list growth is so important because those people, you actually have their contact information and there's no algorithm change or something where, or at least not that I can see, I mean, you never know, but as of right now, they're very, very valuable because they are people, you actually have their contact information and you have a way to communicate with them. Unlike Facebook and Instagram, where you used to be able to just post something All of your followers would see it if they were online at the time, and now you can post something and maybe only 3% of them see it. So um, email list is really, really, really important. Um, A lot of people experience their highest conversion rates through selling through their email platforms. Um, So definitely something that you want to be measuring and always working to grow. The first one um, that I like to look at is obviously your list growth. So your number of contacts that you have. Um, The next thing you want to look at is your open rate of your emails. If you're sending emails and no one's opening them, they're not going to be very effective. So this could be um, for a number of things. You can test out different kinds of headlines or change the type of content that you have um, going out to people. You can change the frequency just to see what will work for your list of contacts. Everyone's list is a little different, so it really just takes a lot of testing. Um, the other thing that you want to check is spam. Um, if your email seems spammy for another reason or for a number of reasons, um, it will be going to people's junk mail. Um, so you want to look at your from address and things like that. I will say that if you have um, a email marketing um, company that you use, like MailChimp or ActiveCampaign, that is a larger company, they do a spam check for you. So just to make sure you're checking off all the boxes and making sure that you're not doing anything that most email servers um, red flag because you don't want to end up in a bunch of people's junk uh, junk mail. You can end up in the spam folder a lot if you have low open rates. So it's really important to um, always be testing this and making your emails as effective as possible. It helps for everything. Um, The other thing that I like to look at is my click-through rate because obviously that's really important. People open the emails. You want to know if people are clicking through. And again, this just takes a lot of testing. Um, again, like your subject lines are really important. Your email format can be really important. And you also want to make sure that your emails are branded well. Um, and they're branded in the way that matches however they joined your list. So meaning if they joined your list under your business name, 
you don't want to email them from a totally different email address or email name that they wouldn't recognize. You want them to recognize you so they don't just delete it, so they do open it. Um, You want to make it very obvious who you are when you are emailing them. That will help a lot. Um, So I like to look at these things um, every other week to monthly. It really depends on how often you send emails. But of course, after every time you send an email campaign, you want to see how that campaign did. Um, And then you want to test based off of that. So that's really dependent on how often you send out. But at least monthly is a big deal. Biweekly is important too if you are trying to grow your list consistently. So those are the main four things everyone should be measuring um, at the most basic level on a regular basis. So there's many, many more, but those are the basics. So your social media insights would be number one. Number two is your organic traffic results Number three is your Facebook ad insights. And number four, your email marketing reports. So I hope you found this podcast helpful. If you have any questions, don't hesitate to reach out. Um, If you found value in this podcast, please leave a review. I would greatly appreciate it. Um, I hope you have an awesome day.